Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Having a bad hair day already? You know what? You can blame your parents. It's not you. It's your parents' fault for you having that bad hair day. <laughs> good, because my hair's looking rough. <laughs> yeah, yours is not looking as good today. You know what? I forgot to put my cowlick down in the uh, back. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that, because it's your parents' fault. Good. Yeah. Way so, to go, Kathy. Uh, if you're having those bad hair days, uh, and that's a regular thing for you, blame your parents. New study found much of it comes down to your genetics and the hair pattern that got passed down to you. That's interesting, because I have a cowlick I don't think anyone else in my family has. Okay, that circular pattern of hair at the crown of your head is called your hair whorl. Yeah. W-H-O-R-L, whorl. <laughs> like whirl, 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 with an O. It's whirl, like on your fingerprints. They also have whirls. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, the oh. round things on them is a whirl. Oh, okay, a whirl. It's just like... <laughs> I've not used that word, I don't think, ever in my life. And I saw it here, and I'm like, that's crazy. What in the whirl is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just W-H-I-R-L with an O. Okay. Like, if you whirl something around. They say your hair whirl is unique. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, anyway, it, it points in a certain direction, you know? And then if it goes, like, clockwise or counterclockwise, that's your parents' fault. It's well, in your genetics. Is it a fault? I mean, sometimes cowlicks are good on people, but usually they're annoying. Really? I'm like, one, I've never heard someone go, oh, you know what? I've got the perfect cowlick right here. It looks great. <laughs> Alfalfa rocked one. Well, my cowlick, depending on the way I do my hair, can be helpful because it's in the very front and it curls over to the right. So if I comb my hair that way, it actually kind of gets it there. Okay. But if I'm doing a different hairstyle, then it's annoying as heck. I will <laughs> say, like, my son's got thick hair. And trying to comb it when he was, you know, younger was the worst. I'm like, you know, <laughs> don't, I would not let him go to bed with his hair wet because that's the worst thing for him. It's so <laughs> thick and I can't get that whirl. There's a whirl back here. And the, I also have that little ducktail. You see that ducktail back there? Oh, yeah. You see that? <laughs> My mom has that and she complains about it all the time. Why? I mean, it doesn't look bad. It's the start of a rat tail. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a magnificent one. It's like a baby <laughs> mullet starting right there. Is what it is. A little baby mullet. <laughs> it's not really a mullet. It's more of a rat tail oh, because uh, it does it goes to a point. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't go flow all the way do, back do you, like a mullet. You know, do you have that? Uh, pull, pull your hair up. Let me see. No, you don't have it. It's Let like a look. reverse widow's peak. Okay. It's kind of what yeah. it makes me yeah. think of. Do you have it? 
I don't know. Yeah. I never see that part of my skull. Okay. Who knows what's going on you got, there? You got to have too much neck hair. I can't. No, you don't it's have it. It's not neck. It's from my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cato, do you have I one of those little so. ducktails? No, you don't have it. I am unusual. <laughs> I have the only ducktail here on the hockey. Th- or, I thought they. I thought you had it cut that way. No. I thought you did that. On, I'm like, oh, look. He, he had him cut in a little, no, little divot. They'll cut it square, and then all of a sudden, it'll just grow back by itself. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like a wart you don't want. <laughs> I wonder if it had just grown on your back, one long streak I don't know. of hair. <laughs> no. Try, let it grow. But ducktails are let also it part, let it grow. part of your uh, bad hair day, I guess. And that is uh, from your parents. They say most experts thought your hair whirl was determined by a single gene, but the study found it actually con- is controlled by multiple genes all working together to give you that unique little yeah. hair whirl. I do have that. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little swirl around my, the, the back And I, of I wonder if this is like a lot of things where it doesn't come from your parents directly, but your grandparents. Because be. a lot of times yeah. I see stuff that it skips a generation. Uh-huh. Like with my kids, I can see a lot of things from my parents more than just from me. Oh, really? If that makes sense. It's like yeah. it's, if you look back at your past, sometimes you may notice things with your grandparents that you have but don't have from your parents. Well, it's like sometimes, you know, you got a mom and dad there and they're a little bit shorter, but the grandparents were taller. taller. And all of a sudden your kid's like outgrowing you by leaps and bounds. That's like, literally my story. Quinn is taller than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's because he has grandparents that are right. taller. But, right. yeah, he's taller than I am. I'm watching it happen. Okay, well, your crazy, untamable, cowlick-filled hair was a group effort, apparently, with grandparents, parents, mm-hmm. great-grandparents. So if you're having a bad cowlick or that little duck, whatever, little baby rat's tail, <laughs> <laughs> it's all in your genetics. I, I, maybe we need to dig my grandparents up and see. Oh, maybe goodness. we could tell like, if it was from one of them. I'm honestly just glad I didn't get my grandpa's balding. Okay, there you go. A little comb over. Yeah, I'd rather deal with my werewolf. And when you say dig them <laughs> up, yeah. I hope you are meaning like on the internet <laughs> to see some pictures of them. No. Oh, okay. Mm. I was just thinking the only way to know for sure is to look. See, I don't know about my dad whether he had that. I'm going to bring his ashes in. We're going to see if we can okay. <laughs> piece together. You know what, Tom? <laughs> and you know what? Your nipple hair comb over. That may be from your uh, mom, dad. His mom. <laughs> no, it's a grandparent. I'll see if my grandmother had that. <laughs> okay. That's just weird. I don't, I don't know how I got here, folks, I but know. your bad hair day could be your parents' fault. Yeah. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Have you ever had a guest at your house and you say, hey, make yourself at home, and they literally went too far with it? To the point where maybe you told them they were a bad guest. I did not say anything to you, Tom, because we've had that rule. We have always, well, we were roommates. So you are a pantry friend. You're a cabinet friend. You're a fridge friend. So if you come over to my house, most of the time, you go straight to the fridge. I'm not going to say anything to you. I'm usually just looking for a soda. Yeah, normally. I mean, it's not like I'm going through your fridge and searching around in it. I'm just like, where's the, the sodas? Where's the Coke? You have been known, though, to go through my pantry one or, once or twice looking for some chips. I mean, that's, again, snack food. I'm yeah. just looking for snacks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not like I'm digging around, like, going, why does he have this? Ooh, what is this? I'm just like, where's potato chips? You're like a little raccoon, just digging through all the food. Now, if Tori came to my house, she'd probably wait for me to say, hey, you need something to drink? I would, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I wouldn't even come over. Um, but, I, you know, I can't think of anybody that I wouldn't mind just 
I mean, the people that do come to my house, my friends, well, when they say, you got any water, I'm like, it's in the fridge, man. Go get it. I ain't okay. getting it for you. Okay. But yeah, well, I'm okay with it. I don't it. think that's what they mean. I mean, I wasn't a bad guest when I did that. I had a bug spray guy go through my fridge one time without asking. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I hope he wasn't spraying in there. No, he wasn't spraying. <laughs> what was he doing? He's getting some water. He's like, you don't mind if I get a water? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'll usually offer him one, but yeah. I've never seen someone just open my fridge. Uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was hitting the uh, underneath the fridge there with a the bug sprayer. Uh, yeah. That'd be weird to me. That's all right. All right. Well, you good. You good. Take one. They asked people, 72% of them said they've told guests to make space their own. And out of those people, they've regretted it most of the time. So they're like, hey, you know, make it your own place. Make this place your own house. Make your house your is your house. Yeah, yeah Mikasa Sukasa. Yeah. Now, and uh, almost all of them regretted it. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, okay, that's weird because I don't want to do the work. Like, I'd rather you go get your drink or go get you whatever. If you're going to stay there, I want to be relaxed about it. If you want a sandwich, make me one, too, yeah. while you're in there. <laughs> okay, now this is interesting because I experienced this. The worst behaviors people have experienced from guests are expecting to be fed more meals than you pled, plan to serve. Now... I had a guest one time who, after they left, we heard back that they were never going to stay with us again because we did not wake up and fix them breakfast every morning. Wow. Now, we left stuff out like cereal and bowls, and we told them they had full access to anything in the pantry or the fridge, mm-hmm. but they were expecting us to make breakfast for them. Did they have their own like transportation? Yeah. Because I wouldn't, if I were staying with someone, I wouldn't expect them to get up and make breakfast. But if I got up and I was hungry, I might leave and go get something. Well, was they it, could have done any of that. Was that relatives? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's well, why I can't be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's a mother-in-law, you don't want to serve them breakfast. Like, okay, we'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah. And the um, fact that they would even say anything is kind of rude. I mean, I would probably talk about you behind your back. Well, feel <laughs> free because I but, would let, you can tell people I don't serve you breakfast when you stay with me. You got that on your, unless it's a Saturday morning and we're making it, but we're not getting up just to make you breakfast. Right. Yeah, definitely not. Do you think that maybe they just felt uncomfortable going through your pantries and stuff and they were trying to be polite? It's a pretty close in-law. I don't see why they would. I, I mean, know. it's someone, I mean, I, I guess I should say it was like a... Cousins? No, it's an in-law, but it was like a sister or brother-in-law thing. Oh. I've carried snacks in my purse before when I stay places. Yeah, a pack of crackers. Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Yes, because I don't want to go digging through someone's stuff. Right. I feel like that's rude. So I'll just, like, <laughs> I am the raccoon, but I've got my own little bag of stuff. Now, if you leave your chips out on the counter... I may not go in your pantry to get them, <laughs> but if you leave them out, I'll probably eat some chips or something. You're going through Tom's stuff when he's not in here. Like in, it's in the all office. laid out in our office. In it's a not basket of mine. That you know what? We each have our own spaces. You just steal no, my I stuff. I believe that you're you're coming over to my space. No, it's literally on over. my refrigerator that you guys use. Your refrigerator's right next to my desk. By my <laughs> Why don't you put your fridge use. next to your desk? There's nowhere to put to it next to mine. You. Exactly. He's trying to help you eat healthier, so he's eating all your. Junk food. And it's not next to Kato's desk. It's across the walkway from his desk. It's literally on the other wall. Kato's like trick or treat for me. Yeah, I mean, I barely have a space in there. You All right, two worst behaviors besides Kato stealing my stuff. I'm is moving offices. People overstaying their welcome. 
<laughs> making a mess and hogging the bathroom. I will say over saying you're welcome, like if you're, and this is not spending like two or three days with me, but it's those parties where they overstay the welcome and you're like, man, it is two o'clock. Why are you looking at me? Yeah, who is that? <laughs> I've got to go to bed. And all of a sudden, you know, you start I cleaning know. up and well, you've cleaned up everything. They still there sitting there having a good time, yucking it up. Our friends have learned to put an end time to the party. It's just not like seven until but, I mean, there's actually an end time. You're too tipsy to even know the t- end time. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, it's like you start turning off lights and they're like, hey, if you don't mind, can you lock up when you leave? I'm going to bed. Oh, I've started vacuuming under people before yeah. to be like, please get out. I've had the uh, host and host just go to bed. <laughs> And me and others that were still there, we cleaned up and locked up and left. You know what? I'm okay with that as long as it's not like right beside my bedroom. (laughs) Well, this ties in. They said that another thing is drinking too much alcohol. So I think that might explain part of what happened with Cato. Breaking something, arriving uninvited, or keeping you up too late or waking you up too early. And here's the funny thing. 35% say they have actually gotten so upset they told someone they're a bad guest. Oh, now, your brother. <laughs> I don't know if it was like, you know, bad dog. They're like, bad guest. You're bad guest. <laughs> I've never told a guest they were bad. I just bought them a flight back to Florida. Wow. Yeah, that's good. And dropped them off at the airport on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. I said, pack your bag, okay. man. I'm dropping well, you off. He lived with you for two or three months. Oh, so. one month. Okay. It All was right. exactly one month. That's one way to get rid of guests. Put but them on a plate. There's nothing worse, though, waking up the next day and you see your couch has been moved or the ottoman's been moved, and you're like, why is it over there? And you move it, and there's a stain underneath the uh, carpet or something. Uh, or like a lamp's broke or something. You know, who broke this? Yeah, breaking yeah. things is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they don't tell you. It's like, then you got to guess. You're trying to do like Sherlock Holmes and figure out which one of those people broke my stuff. <laughs> All right, the red wine I did not spill on your white carpet. It was someone else's. <laughs> and I didn't try to cover it up. I just walked away. <laughs> there you go. That's like clogging up the toilet. Yeah. Or it's like if you have a really nice house, it's white, and you've got everything so clean, and someone leaves a pile of cocaine in it. And you're like, who did that? And you're like, I don't know, bad guest, I guess. You're making a political not joke political there, at all. It's not <gasps> political. It's yeah. just ridiculous Uh-oh. that we live in a country where they don't know who did that yet. My tour was cut short of the White House. Uh, I'm so sorry. It was I Kato. dropped it. <laughs> okay. Uh, bad guess. Bad guess. Bad, bad guess. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. I stumbled on something both interesting, unusual, and gross all at the same time. Yeah? Okay. Um, and I can share it with you in just a minute. Yeah. If you want. You want. Sure. I know, Hawk, you got something you want to talk about right now. I cannot wait for the gross topic, though. It's always my uh, favorite. It's not just gross, though. It's unusual <laughs> and interesting, too. And it's about watermelons. Oh, okay. I just ate watermelon last night. Oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> am I, I going to be sick? No, I don't think so. Maybe. All right, well, I told you, teachers, they can't go fall asleep or take a nap anymore in class. Yeah, which is pretty sad because our teachers used to do that a lot. Oh, I tell you, man, it's kind of crazy. So they say a study found 60% of teachers, on average, sleep less than six hours a night. Wow. That's me. So, okay, so about 46% of teachers diagnosed with excessive daytime sleepiness and poor sleep quality. Well, that explains why our teachers did sleep during class back then. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we had one teacher, he'd literally sit and and put his hands together like he was praying and just nod off. I want to talk about that in just a second. I've got my own story as well. (laughs) 
But these results imply that less sleep for teachers that to compromise their health and quality of life and also their performance as a teacher because they're teaching your kids and they're sleepy. You're like, okay, you know what? Why don't you all just read chapters 7 and 8, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got, got to grade some papers up here. That's when they'd roll out that TV and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're watching movies. Love it. <laughs> that happened in one of my son's classes and they assigned something. I guess they didn't read all of it. And one of the little stories was wild. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even talk about how wild it was on the right. Once the teacher found out, she deleted that assignment. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you guys later what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it was funny. We had a substitute teacher fall asleep, and with uh, the TV time, they turned off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of fun. I, and uh, there was Sleepy Slatten was his name. That was the teacher that I had. <laughs> well, no wonder. I mean, it's his name. Well, they, <laughs> he earned that name oh. after a few classes of <laughs> economics. Was his, well, that is boring. Uh, yeah. And you didn't lose anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you needed it or nothing. For me, it was the science teacher. The fell asleep? Yeah. She yeah. would, I mean, she would pretty much tell us. She would assign us something, either a quiz or, like you said, the TV or something. Yeah, and yeah. then we knew she was about to nap. <laughs> and we were okay with it. Yeah. The kids now complain and tell on them. Yeah. And this is what happens, okay? There's more and more video being taken because the kids have their cell phone yeah. in class. The teacher will nod off. And then before you know, what the teacher's in trouble because they've posted on all their social media accounts. Bunch of little jerk kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind your biz. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because here's the that you're doing yourself a disservice if you're videoing and getting that teacher in trouble because they might fall asleep again two or three times throughout the year. And then the other thing is, unless they're a bad teacher, why would you want to get? I mean, maybe they are if they're falling asleep. But if you like that teacher, don't get them in trouble. Yeah, the kid who does that is the same kid that's like, teacher, you forgot the homework. Mm-hmm. That's the same kid. And they wonder why they get bullied. <laughs> Well, and you know, teachers have their favorite kids in class. And by the way, teachers, I know you know this, but... uh, I wasn't one of them. Kids (laughs) also have their favorite teacher. Because we had, yeah, we had Miss Ellie. We could call her Miss Ellie. That was her first name, and she taught English. I didn't learn a lot. We know. (laughs) (laughs) And grammar and stuff. She's still working? I hope not. (laughs) Well, the reason was my brother and her son were best friends in school. (laughs) So we would have fun. Now, kids would fall asleep all the time, and I told you what we would do. When we fall asleep, you know, because you get there, you lay your head down for a second if if the test is over, and all of a sudden the slobber drips down on the desk. (laughs) She would call your name out, and you're like, amen, like you were praying. Or you'd be like, I told me. This would happen when I gave blood. Yeah. But uh, I had one teacher, I was teacher's pet, my entire school career, one class. And her name was Miss Spencer. I have no idea why she liked me. But that was the greatest. If you're teacher's pet, that rocks. Yeah, sure. I, I never was a pet, but I, the one teacher that would fall asleep, I could sign her name just like her. So when I was late to any other class. You could do that hall pass thing. I could do the hall pass and sign her name. <laughs> and she found out about it. Yeah. But she yeah. was cool. She said, that, you know, I'm not going to turn you in. Just don't do it again. I'm like, oh, you're awesome. Well, we want to hear your sleep uh, teacher stories this morning. We got Terry from Berea said, history teacher who slept through the entire 70-minute class. The bell rang. Her students packed their things and exited the classroom. The next group of kids came in and was very quiet. Another teacher spotted that teacher sleeping face down at her desk and woke her up. 
She wow. slept through all that? I mean, really? Well, I mean, what was going on? That could be diabetes or something. You don't know. Mm, that's something in her Stanley cup. That's what that is. <laughs> Have you not fell asleep and woke up and another class be around you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so unnerving because you're like, what has happened here? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just slowly get up and walk out. <laughs> and they're all looking at you because they know. I have had that violent jerk when you fall asleep oh, at your yeah. desk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I slung a pencil across the room. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher knew I was sleeping because that pencil went flying when I jumped. Yeah. yeah. God, I got the best sleep in school. So in college, we had this teacher that he did the same test every year. You did not have to pay attention. Right. And the room had these two columns halfway back. Mm-hmm. So if you put your desk over in that corner, you were kind of hidden from yeah. the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would walk in class with a pillow under my arm. <laughs> I'd walk across campus well. with a pillow and a backpack, and I would sit in that corner and put the pillow up against the wall and just crash. Well, you know what? The, the college, they don't care. They no. don't care if you're paying attention or not. Yeah, because well, you're paying. Yeah. They're getting paid whether you learn anything or not. He still might have cared about that. It was pretty, you know, that, rude. That is rude if you're taking, you know, a pillow and a Snuggie and a... You know, a little passy. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> little snacks. Well, don't get your teachers in trouble, y'all. Don't be oh. videoing while they're asleep in class. Now, we had actually a guy that threw racers in class. The teacher a, a, or the kid? A, a, the kid would be sleeping, he'd throw an eraser in the kid's head. <laughs> no, that's funny. You can't do that nowadays, I know. Though. People are so wimpy now. Uh, they're offended. My You're son offended. got a racer on his head. He could have killed him. He got chalk <laughs> dust in his hair. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Hawk, I told you there's some weird stuff about watermelons. It's both fascinating and kind of gross, too. You know what? I ate my first yellow watermelon. Uh, Inside was not pink. I bought a watermelon at the farmer's market, and I got home. I'm like, it's yellow inside. I don't think that's good. It was good. I don't think it's it? good for you. It I don't know. It tastes like watermelon. Yeah. I just read this article, and it says that the red part's what's good for you, and the red is what has the lycopenes that are so healthy. Okay, maybe that was not the healthy watermelon section. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was that a cantaloupe, though? No, stuff? it was not. <laughs> yeah, I think he got a cantaloupe. I did not. <laughs> okay. If it was green, it's honeydew. You know what? You watermelon farmers call in tell Tom there's a yellow watermelon inside. I don't necessarily doubt it. I just don't know if it was ripe or not. It was. Okay. Well, they say the watermelon may be the most unnatural fruit in the world. Hmm. That's because just a few thousand years ago, it used to be very different. It came from the African plains, Uh and it was about two inches in diameter and a bitter little fruit. Probably it was bitter because it was so small. It's two inches? That's small, very small. How did it grow to be so huge? It's our biggest fruit now. So glad you asked. Yeah. Today, due to countless creative generations of breeders, the watermelon averages over two feet in diameter, which is almost a 2,000 times increase in volume over the great-grandparent of the watermelon. It's those steroids they talk about. There are no steroids. <laughs> <And> preservatives. <laughs> and all this time, I thought God put a watermelon on this planet. Yeah. Now, in this world. Hawk, you'll be glad to know that the record for the world's heaviest watermelon was in Sevierville, Tennessee, not far from your hometown. That's true, yeah. Chris Kent had a watermelon that weighed just over 350 pounds. <laughs> That's the size of a bear. 
Wow. That's huge. Yeah. How do you make it grow that big? Like, you got to inject it with something. That's no, something. you just use lots of good uh, nutrients like uh, fertilizers, and uh. you breed them to you get, take the biggest ones, and you mix those seeds, and then bigger and you bigger. You act like you're I know. on this watermelon. <laughs> yeah, like you know. When was the last time you were in a garden? I Period. read this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, what's really weird is we have some paintings of watermelons from, like, the mid-1600s. Huh. They're very different looking they yeah. almost looked like if you cut them open they looked like the inside of a tomato or like if you sliced a pie up it the white parts were in like wedges so you had the red but there was wedges of rind all the way around like a pizza either uh. that was a bad uh, um artist or the fruit actually looked that like that. He tried his best. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the watermelons were just different then, because that was about 400, 500 years ago. Um, it shows how the breeding has been changing over that time. Now, what is interesting, too, is the part of the watermelon that we eat. The flesh of the watermelon is actually, this is the gross part, okay, okay. the placenta of the watermelon. Ew. It sounds gross, but it's a plant. I it, don't think it really matters. It's a very good tasting placenta. It I is, will say that. Yeah. Yes. Put a little salt on it. Now, here's another <laughs> interesting <laughs> thing. Yeah. The white rind is actually as healthy or healthier for you than the red part. Ew. I don't want that. Why is it always a nasty part that's better for you? I don't find the rind to be nasty. It's just blah it's not gross it just doesn't have much taste at all it's bitter i don't now if you go too far towards the skin it might be mm-hmm. yeah. but if you just get a little like when you're finishing you're trying to get all the red and you accidentally get a little white that doesn't bother me yeah you, it's like you're do you like to eat it like in, i was about to ask how you <laughs> eat it just because some people they'll do the slice you know the big slice yeah, like a big the, huge slice mm-hmm. of apple and eat it like a typewriter or <laughs> old-fashioned typewriter or you're a corn. You're a corn, yeah. <laughs> and then there's some people that want to chop it up in little squares. And yeah. Oh, that no, that's that's like heresy. That's fancy people. Well, no, that's how you buy it at the store, too. Yeah. They Dep- cut it up for you. Yeah, it depends on if I'm in public or not. Yeah. If I'm just at home, <laughs> I don't care. Well, you got Publix has both kinds. you got the watermelon juice all over the sides of your cheek. Yes, and then your face yeah. and everything's all sticky. Yeah. Well, one interesting thing about the watermelon today is it is literally the number one thing we eat that has lycopene. Which is, you heard about it being in tomatoes. It has 40% more than tomatoes, and it is really good. It's a powerful antioxidant, and it lowers the risk of heart disease, which, how often does something that tastes good be good for you? Okay. I mean, watermelon, even if you don't like watermelon, it's not bad. Give it time. By next week, it'll be bad for yeah. you. Uh, I haven't discovered I, yet. I can't, eat, I can't eat it anymore. You don't like watermelon? I do like watermelon. I can't eat it. Why not? Because it does not work well in my system. Does oh, no. it not? Really? <laughs> I burp it up all day. Oh, it's like a cucumber? Same with the cucumbers. Yeah, Those yeah. two things okay. I, I right. love and I can't eat because I just, I taste them all day and I can't deal with that. Watermelon is just a big cucumber is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sort of, yeah. Well, this is interesting and in going along with the unnatural theme, the modern... Uh, watermelon has no seeds, which is another crazy thing. I told you about seedless watermelons. It's sad because they can't have kids. It's actually true. <laughs> Why? They are rendered seedless by a chemical from crocuses, which caused the watermelon's chromosome number to double, rendering it infertile. Mm. So um, <laughs> I was just making that up. Yeah. <laughs> it ends up with a tetraploid, which is four sets of chromosomes. A normal watermelon is a diploid with two sets of chromosomes. 
And so this ends up creating a mule, basically, like a donkey and a horse. It ends up with a mule, which can't reproduce. I need more energy drink for this. Okay. Uh, there's some <laughs> watermelon-flavored energy drinks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does it have the plicaplu? Yeah. So it ends up with seedless white fruits that are uh, seeds okay. that are thin and small and can't reproduce. You know what, though? If I'm honest, I dislike the little white seeds more than the big black ones. Because at least you can find them and spit them out. But those little white ones, they just get all up in your mouth. You know what? When I was like a young kid, we would have like groups of family you know, over during summer, have a reunion. And, you know, the kid, little baby would be in the... Um, sink, you know, taking a bath, and the uncle's coming over spitting watermelon seeds in the kid <laughs> at the kid while he's taking a little bath. You had a very different childhood. We used to do family gatherings at Paris Mountain State Park. Yeah. And I vaguely remember this as I was little, but my parents would take the watermelon we brought and put it into the little creek to yeah. keep it cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we're ready. To, I'm like, are we that country? <laughs> are we yes, that are. country? Yes, you are. Yeah, you want to carry that ice bucket around for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the watermelon is pretty much the most unnatural thing that we eat as far as breeding, but next is sweet corn. So next Great. time you take a bite of sweet corn, you can know it's been pretty engineered, too. Hey, next, can you tell us about sweet corn, too? Okay, I'll do that if you want. <laughs> hey, throw some cornbread in there, too. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> some beans and meatloaf. <laughs> and some country-style steak. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 